Apparently, Batman and the Predator exist in the same fictional universe. Since 1991, they have been featured together in three comic books. This is Simple Joe for Thursday, November 18th, 2021. I'm a big fan of Batman. Uh, I like. I've seen all the Batman movies. I especially like the the ones with uh, Christian Bale. I think those are just fantastically made, really well done. I like the. I, I don't. I'm not a big fan of the of the series from back in the '60s. Uh, I like the. I like the Batman. I guess from the '80s, '90s. I guess when when the Batman's were released. I think Mike, Michael Keaton was the first Batman in that in that time period than George Clooney and oh who's that guy that uh, played Doc Holliday in <laughs> Tombstone Val Kilmer was there uh, anyway but I've here's an interesting thing I don't think I've ever seen anything other than the first Predator movie and I may not have seen that all the way through if it didn't, if I didn't see it in the theater, I'm not, I'm not sure I saw the first Predator movie all the way through. I had to have, it was such a big hit. I had to have seen that, that Predator movie, but I wonder, I wonder what the connection is here between Batman and Predator. If they're owned by the same production company, if, if the comic book, uh, if um, DC bought, DC is Batman, right? Yeah. If DC bought um, Predator rights or kind of how that works, that's interesting. I'm going to have to see what comic books those are hello my friend i'm simple joe i am so glad you're here i'm glad i'm here i'm glad we are here together and together we are sitting on 58 days left until i reach one year of podcasting every single day i've done it every day uh come to this microphone and talk to you and you've showed up and listened so i am grateful for that thank you so much today we're going to hear about the weather in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It's Thursday, so it is random questions day. I'll answer those random questions and much, much more. So for my friends in or near Milwaukee, Wisconsin, you're going to see a high of 36 today and a low of 25 with cloudy skies. Tomorrow, Friday, you're going to see a high of 40 and 34 and Saturday, 47 and 37 for your high and low. Um, did I say that right? Thursday today, 36 and 25, Friday, 40 and 34, and Saturday, 47 and 37 for the highs and lows, respectively. And tomorrow is going to be partly sunny, and Saturday is going to be partly sunny as well. So it looks like a sunny weekend for you, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, but kind of chilly, right? But it is, like I said, like I said the other day, it is, it is Wisconsin in November, so we can expect a little a little chill in the air, right? Here in Cincinnati, Ohio, we're going to see some rain today, 47 and 27. Uh, Friday, 44 and 28 with partly sunny skies. And it's, we're going to get some overclassed, overclassed, overcast skies Saturday, 52 and 36 for the high and low. So 47, 44 and 52. So tomorrow's going to be sunny, but brisk, right? Yeah. Very similar to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So there you go. Weather in Cincinnati. Today in 1797, Sojourner Truth was born today. Her real name was Isabella Bomfrey. She was born today. I'm, I'm not sure that they are 
they are whoever does these lists or makes history or writes down history. What am I trying to say? Oh gosh, I don't. I'm, they're not convinced what her birthday is. They're not sure. So this, today is the approximate birthday. But yeah, Sojourner Truth, American um, abolitionist, African American abolitionist, feminist. She's from New York. Johnny Mercer was born today in 1909. He uh, he wrote Moon River and Old Black Magic. We lost Johnny Mercer in 1976. Linda Evans was born today in 1942. Probably best known as her role in Dynasty, but she was also in Big Valley with Lee Majors, a series from the 60s, I guess. Oscar Nunez was born today in 1958, which he, of course, played Oscar in what may be my favorite television show ever. I don't know. Andy, The Andy Griffith Show and The Office are pretty close. Pretty close is my favorite ever. Um, but I'm watching a show right now. I'm watching a TV show right now called uh, Yellowstone with Kevin Costner. And wow, is it good. Wow, is it good. But I had to sign up for the Peacock Network. So it's another it's another streaming service that I'm paying for. And I, I was always anti-cable. I've been a cord cutter when it comes to cable for, I, I know, 20 years. Easily 20 years. We just, the only time I, I bought cable really was every four years during the election because I was, uh, and I am a little bit now, but I was a political junkie uh, way back in the day, especially during the the uh, Clinton election and the George W. Bush election and Al Gore and all that stuff and every election since then. Um, but for a while there, I um, I only bought cable when... Yeah, I only bought cable every four years, and I would buy it from like October, November, December, just to kind of soak in all that all that political stuff, <laughs> and then I would and then I would cancel. How did I get off on this tangent about cable? Oh yeah, talked about the Office, Yellowstone, Yellowstone. I bought buying streaming services. I'm going to go off on a little bit of a tangent here, and we'll get back to the birthdays in a second. Uh, I've been a cord, cord cutter from way back. I got rid of cable years ago. And like I said, I would only, I would buy cable every four years just for the, just for the political stuff. But other than that, we don't have cable and never had cable. And I didn't like the idea of quote unquote paying for TV, but then Netflix came out with their streaming service and then, and then Hulu came out and then I, I signed up for Amazon prime. I don't really, I don't really count Amazon prime because I would, the streaming service is kind of secondary. Uh, I have Amazon Prime simply because of the free shipping and the deals that you get. And somehow I think I'm saving money by paying a hundred and some odd dollars a year for Amazon Prime. But that's a different that's a different mindset. So I I never liked the idea of paying for TV, but then all these all of these streaming services started creeping in. And then the grandkids came and then we bought Disney, the Disney streaming service. And then I, I'm a big Star Trek fan, so we bought Paramount. And before you know it, this is all adding up. You know, five dollars a month there, ten dollars a month there, fourteen dollars a month there, and it's and all adds up. And I'm like, I don't want to look and see how much we're paying for a streaming service because I would get really mad at myself. So that's how I got on that. The, the reason I got on this tangent about streaming services, and maybe we'll talk about that cord cutting and streaming services. That would be a good topic to talk about sometime to go deeper into that and how to do that and why to do that and so forth. But there's this show with Kevin Costner called Yellowstone. And I bought the Peacock Network just to watch this show. 
Uh, I think they have four seasons or three seasons on the Peacock Network and four and another season uh, on the fourth season on the on Paramount. Anyway, this is a great series. It's not for the faint of heart. There's some uh, let's let just put it there. Let's just put it this way. The church lady, <laughs> the church lady, remember the church lady from Saturday Night Live, Dana Carvey, the church lady would not approve of Yellowstone, certainly not approve of Yellowstone, but wow, it's so well written and and it holds you and Kevin Costner does such a good job. And the other actors in this, in this show are all, I don't know. I don't know any of the actors in this show other than Kevin Costner, but they do a bang up fantastic job. I mean, really well-written, well-acted, well-produced. It's got a big sky Western feel to it. Uh, really good movie. Yellowstone. Check it out if you can, but you have to buy Peacock at four ninety nine or something like that a month. But check it out. Yellowstone with Kevin Costner. In 1960, Kim Wilde was born. So you remember Kim Wilde from the 80s? If you remember the song Kids in America and Keep You Hanging On, that remake. Kim Wilde was born in 1960. Owen Wilson. I like Owen Wilson as an actor. Zoolander, Meet the Parents, and a dozen other movies. Just He's a good, quirky actor. Owen Wilson was born today in 1968. And Megyn Kelly. Uh, I remember Megyn Kelly. I think she was on. She was on Fox News first, of course, and she had that big conflict with with President Trump during a debate, and uh, she was on NBC for a while, and I think she does a podcast now. I think she's kind of independent. I'm not sure where she is, but I always appreciate it, Megyn Kelly, and and her stance and her delivery and the way, uh, the way she thought about stuff. Megyn Kelly, born today, 1970, and in 1928. Walt Disney's Steamboat Willie was released. It was the first public Mickey Mouse sound cartoon. Here's a trivia question for you. What was the very, and don't look this up. Don't you look this up. What was the very first Mickey Mouse cartoon? The very first Mickey Mouse cartoon. And by the, by the nature of the question, by the framing of this question, you know it's not Steamboat Willie. But what was the very first Mickey Mouse cartoon? Because in 1928, Walt Disney released Steamboat Willie. It was the first public Mickey Mouse cartoon. And in 1978, yeah, 1970, that was 1928. 1978, uh, wow, I don't want to talk about this, but here it is on the list. Uh, the Jonestown Massacre, if you remember that. The cult leader, Jim Jones, uh, down in Guyana, 918 people took their lives. I think the majority of those actually committed suicide by... Uh, drinking Kool-Aid. And that's where the term drink the Kool-Aid comes from uh, as a, as a reference to people just blindly following somebody for no real good reason. I guess they had their go, their good internal reasons, but they followed this Jim Jones guy to, uh, to his death. There's been a lot of movies and documentaries about this and there it's an interesting human dynamic, how something like this happens, but nine, some, some people were murdered down in Guyana. Uh, but most people took their own life. Just tragic. How does that happen? How does that happen? Today is National Vachisoise Day. Vachisoise, I guess I, that's how you say it. Vachisoise Day. Vachisoise is a like a it's like a soup stew. I, let's call it a soup, like a thick soup. It's got leeks and onions and potatoes. Creamy soup with chicken. I think it's served cold. Can be eaten hot, right? I don't like cold soup. What's that cold soup? Pistachio? Pistachio? What is it? There's like a cold soup that's 
traditionally cold. I, I I've had a couple cold soups and ugh, I don't like savory cold unless it's pizza. <laughs> I can eat some cold pizza, but I don't like savory cold. I like savory hot. I can't think of a dish that I like savory cold. Maybe warm, maybe room temperature. Now, anybody who's um, had a rough night out in their youth knows about getting up in the morning and eating cold pizza, but that's a, that's about it. But today is National Vichyssoise Day. So if you like that kind of thing, there you go. National Rural Health Day. National Princess Day. Let's talk about rural health for a second. Uh, my my daughter has her. My daughter has her. Uh, she got her doctorate degree in social work, and you, I talked about going out to California to see her hooding ceremony back in May. And uh, she is uh, she has put together a whole program up where she lives. She lives in a rural rural county here in here in Ohio, and she put together a whole program to address rural health and rural economic problems. Awfully proud of that kid. And today is National Rural Health Day. National Princess Day. Uh, yeah, if you, if you are a princess, congratulations. <laughs> you were born into the right family. But every dad calls their daughter princess. So happy Princess Day to all my, all my daughters and my granddaughter. Happy Princess Day. Happy uh, Great American Smokeout Day. Why I don't know why I said Happy Great American Smokeout Day, but Great Great American Smokeout Day. I'm, I didn't look this up, but I think to that Great American Smokeout Day is the day that all smokers. There's a challenge for all smokers to quit just one day, just one day. Quit for one day and see if you can get some momentum. I quit smoking years ago. I I smoked from the time I was 15 up until I think I was 26. Yeah, 15 to 26, and I got up to about two packs a day. If I was going to a if I was going to a bar drinking, uh, I would easily smoke up two packs between the hours of 7 p.m. and 2 a.m. while I was at the bar. Yeah, I smoked a lot. I smoked a lot. I don't smoke anymore, and I'm awfully proud of that. Every once in a while, I will have a uh, – usually the smell of smoke disgusts me. I'll just be honest with you. The smell of smoke disgusts me and the smell of smoky breath and smoke on clothes disgusts me. But every once in a while, like once, maybe twice a year, I'll get a whiff of cigarette smoke and I'll be like, ooh, that's good. (laughs) And I'll get that little pang. It lasts maybe a half a second, but it's still there. It's still kind of like it tweaks something in my memory. But today is national is, is great American smoke out day. Today is World Pancreatic Cancer Day, so time to recognize those that who have recovered, who have, or who are in recovery of pancreatic cancer. We are thinking about you and uh, prayers to you and your family. Well, today is Thursday. That is the day that I do random questions. This is where I grab some random questions off of a couple websites, look at them, and see if I can answer them improvisationally, off the cuff. Just think on my feet and off the top of my head. So let's go right into Thursday's random questions. What is the biggest thing you have ever won? This is easy. I think the biggest thing I ever won is we won a contest and I've talked about this contest or I've talked about the event years ago. We won a contest. My wife and I won a contest back uh, in the nineties 
to we won a trip to California to the Super Bowl and to meet Garth Brooks. And we had dinner with Garth Brooks and his family and his wife and uh, his sister were there and a couple band members. It was me and my wife and about 50 other people across the across the country who won this contest. And it was a fun, fun event. It was just a blast. Got got to meet and talk to Garth Brooks fairly intimately. I mean, we weren't the only one in the room. We didn't hang out and have beers for hours, but but we um, we certainly got to talk a bit, and it was it was it was a blast. And it was funny story how I won that how I won that contest. My wife knew I was a Garth Brooks fan, and you know what? I'm going to save this story. No, I'll tell it now. My wife knew that I was a Garth Brooks fan, and I'll, I'll tell the story, and then I'll I maybe I won't answer as many questions as I normally ask. But anyway, let me get back to the story. My wife knew, of course, that I was a big Garth Brooks fan back in the nineties. I've been a big Garth Brooks fan for a long, for a long since almost since his first album, a uh, huge Garth Brooks fan. You know that. So anyway, my wife entered me into this contest to win Garth Brooks tickets. I didn't know that she entered me into this contest. I didn't know there was a, there was a, boot shop here called Jim and Chuck's boot shop. That was, this was back in the day when everybody went country, country music was the big thing. And everybody was dressing country and acting country. And I never went that far. So anyway, she entered me into this contest for Jim and Chuck's at Jim and Chuck's boot stop boot shop to win this trip to the Super Bowl. It's called chase to the Super Bowl. At the time, Garth Brooks had a big album. It was, was releasing a big album called the chase chase to the Super Bowl with Garth Brooks. So I, I'm downstairs the phone rings. It's seven o'clock in the morning. And I get it and I hear this guy on the other line on, on the other line that said, Is this Joe Taylor? I said, Yeah. And he said, Joe Taylor, this is your lucky day. And I'm thinking to myself, who is this goofball? Now understand, I didn't know I was entered into this contest. This is your lucky day. And very, very radioy sounding voice. And I said, what do you, who is this? And he said, did you enter? I'm like thinking that this is a vitamin salesperson or something. I don't know. And he said, did you enter a, a contest, a little contest called chase to the super bowl with Garth Brooks? And I said, no. And he said, and he paused for a second and my wife, and I said, chase to the super bowl with Garth Brooks. I didn't enter a contest. And my wife screams for, screams from upstairs Yes, you did. Yes, you did. You entered that contest. And I'm like, well, okay, I guess I did. Who is this? (laughs) And it was the local radio station telling me that I won this contest. They, they flew me and my wife out to California, put us up in a hotel room for a week. We had a whole week of whole week of festivities. Uh, Of course, met Garth Brooks went to a, he had a couple concerts there and we went to uh, two of the concerts and a private sh- and a private concert just for just for us and it was just so cool just a blast and an absolute blast so that's the biggest thing I ever won a contest to go see Garth Brooks so that was an interesting story are you doing anything fun this weekend no I'm painting I'm painting and um, I'm trying to squeeze in six months worth of stuff I should have done over the past six months into a week and a half before Thanksgiving. So I'm painting this weekend and doing some fix up stuff around, 
around the house. Like I said, stuff I should have been doing over the past six months, but I just got lazy. So I'm not doing anything fun this weekend, although I do like painting. If I get into the zone and I got Coulter Wall playing in the background or some podcast playing in the background, uh, I can get into a groove and kind of get lost in it. And before you know it, I'm, I'm done and it's over. So that's what I'm doing this weekend. I'm painting. So I'm not really doing anything fun. It might be fun. We'll see. Next. What is the longest amount of time you've slept for? Oh, you know what? I would probably say this is pretty recent. November of probably November of September or November, the last quarter of 2019. Yeah, the last quarter of 2019, somewhere in that range. Uh, October, November, December, somewhere in there. I got really sick. I mean, really sick. Worst flu I've ever had in my life. And it was terrible. And, and I tried to push through it and I, and I didn't realize I had the flu and I'm, I'm, I am that guy that tries to push through stuff and, and I don't rest when I'm sick and so forth, but this knocked me down. And there was, there were a couple days, there were a couple days there that I know I slept 12, 14 hours a day where I, I, I was crashed out hard. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's probably the longest time I've, I've slept for other than when you're a kid and you sleep 20 hours a day, but wow, I, I can remember that. And that was the sickest I've been in a long time that I can remember is back in last. It was like, I don't remember exactly when the last quarter of 2019, that's the longest time I've ever slept for. 14, probably 14, 15 hours, maybe even longer than that, maybe 16 hours for a couple days in a row. It was rough. It was rough. Uh, and I'm going to make this one my last question. So who is your favorite actor or actress? My favorite actor. Ooh. Okay. There are a couple guys that I will, there are a couple actors that I will go see just because they're in it. One of them is Tom Hardy. I will, I will go see pretty much any movie with Tom Hardy in it. Uh, some movies I'm like, Ooh, that was a rough one. That was a rough one. Uh, let's see. What's that? What's that movie with Tom Hardy that Bronson, I think that that was, (laughs) that was tough. Bronson again, not for the faint of heart, but I like Tom Hardy as an actor. I think he's really, really good. I'm, I'm really lobbying for Tom Hardy to be the next James Bond. Not that I'm a huge James Bond fan, but Daniel Craig is the only James Bond movies that I've watched to the one, the recent ones with Daniel Craig. I haven't seen any of the other ones, never been a big fan, but I will definitely go. If Tom Hardy's the next James Bond, I will definitely go see those movies. So Tom Hardy's probably my favorite actor, uh, Idris Elba. I'm a big fan of Idris Elba. Uh, I think he's, he's really good. Uh, I would like to see him as the next James Bond. Although they say he's, He's too old to play James Bond or to start that role right now. I've read that somewhere. I'm not sure I agree with it. Uh, I'll see. I'll see all the Liam Neeson Taken movies. I will see the Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, excuse me, the Tom Cruise Mission Impossible movies. Uh, I'll see the Jason Bourne movies. I'll see all those action advent- adventure movies. But if I had to say off the top of my head, Kevin Costner. I'm a big. I'm becoming a big Kevin Costner fan since I've been watching this Yellowstone, uh, Yellowstone show. But right now, probably. Probably Tom Hardy, probably Tom Hardy. Christian Bale was my favorite actor for a long time. Uh, I loved him in the Batman movies, and he did a movie called Prestige. 
uh, a movie called the machinists machinist, which is weird. The fighter, he did the fighter. So I, 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 I like him. I like him. Who else? I think that's it. Russell Crowe. I liked Russell Crowe a lot. Saw him first in gladiator, then a beautiful mind and uh, Cinderella man. Good stuff. Really good. Really good job there. He did. He's a good actor in those movies. Anyway, probably right now, this moment, probably Tom Hardy is my favorite actor. That's it. Let's go ahead and wrap it up right there. You know, the reason I do this show is because I love talking to you. I went to a couple tangents and a couple stories that I didn't intend to go to. I, I appreciate you hearing me out and listening. I love talking to you every single day. It's my favorite thing to do. If I'm not hanging out with my grandkids or my wife or my kids. Yeah, I, I, you're my favorite thing, right? <laughs> you're my favorite thing. Other than that, other than my grandkids, my wife and my, my own kids. Uh, but I also do this to become a better podcaster. And I've been doing this for over 300 days in a row straight every single day. And I certainly appreciate you coming in here and listening. You can help me become a better podcaster if you want to, just by giving me feedback. Let me know how I'm doing. I get feedback every week from listeners, and I certainly appreciate that. I don't read them all, but I certainly do things that to try to change it. The biggest thing I need to do to become a better podcaster is to slow down. I hear that often. Slow down. If I would just slow down, I'd, I'd stumble over my words less. I would stutter less. I would repeat myself less, right, Connecticut Kurt? That's his big thing. You repeat yourself a lot, Joe. I know I do. I don't know if that's th- something I need to correct or if that's something that is just part of who I am, right? Part of part of my character. Anyway, if you want to give me feedback, Joe at thesimplejoe.com is my email address, or you can send me a text at 513-399-6468, 513-399-6468. Uh, it's all in today's show notes if you didn't if you didn't grab those that email address and the phone number. Today's Thursday, so as we head into the weekend, remember memories are better than stuff. Get ready for the weekend to make great memories for the people who with the people who love you and the people who you love because memories are better than stuff. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you and I love you, but not in a weird way. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care. Bye.